Welcome back, everyone, to episode 33 of the Jader and Kyle show. Um, it's been a little bit for us, guys. Happy New Year. I mean, happy, happy New Year to you, Sue. Uh, how are you doing, Jader? Pretty good, man. Happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. It really has been. Uh, we're both in the uh, phone business, so it is like busy. <laughs> the busiest time of year for us, you know, Christmas, everybody trying to get the new iPhones and all that. So that's uh, pretty much the... Uh, main reason why we couldn't get on besides other i don't think we had any personal shit going on no COVID shit was a, so no it's been fun um it's been busy again to spend time in the holidays our last show was before, was last christmas um so it's oh, been yeah. about two weeks ever since but guys it's a new year and it's you know we're at we're finished off at the end of the year for the jader and kyle show we started this back in march uh when the pandemic first started and it's been quite a ride to getting to this point so far. I mean, what do you think about that? It has been, man. And I, I'm so glad that we've been able to somewhat keep up. You know, I think we missed a, like a couple of weeks here and there, but um, uh, it's been a ride. It's been fun. We've had uh, exceptional guests. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, we've had tremendous guests, which is, uh, this is kind of going to be a kind of a thank you episode to uh to them and just kind of you know go back on the uh, this should have been the year in review episode guys but obviously we're we're a little New bit late, so we're so we're doing it now yeah. um but yeah man uh it's it's been quite the ride man it's crazy i i love how like you know we this was just out of out of whim man we were just keeping keeping in touch with each other we hadn't seen like talked to each other in a little bit and you're like, I'm I'm fucking bored, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm seeing a shitload of movies, and we haven't we haven't I can't talk about them. So um, you know, with the nobodies going in a hiatus at the time, which is now we can announce obviously uh, definite um, hiatus. But uh, I I was too watching a shitload of movies, and I was like, man, we got to talk about these. And obviously, with the whole Schmodown thing with me going on. Uh, you know, I had obviously some of those, some of those guys join us as well. Um, but it's what up, what up, Tim? Timmy, Tim, but, uh, Tim, check your email. I'm going to send you something. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, it's been, it's been, it's been fun, man. We've had a lot of fun episodes, a lot of movies that you love that I was like, fuck no. And then vice versa <laughs> and all that. So the rock, I don't know how you still don't like that movie. That movie is like, phenomenal, dude. It's fun. I love that movie. It's fine. Um, Tim, if I can find your email, I'll get you on, man. Um, I would love to have Tim come, come on the show again. But yeah. as you're saying, it was it's it's funny how you get to certain points in life. Because I, we were both doing podcasts before this. Like you said, you were doing the Nobodies. I was doing Hoopla a little while ago, yeah. a basketball podcast, which just seems so far out at this point. But uh, getting here, I've always loved talking movies. And talking movies with my friends and when we're in quarantine you really can't do that you're kind of stuck like you go to the movies with friends and then you would talk about it afterwards with them or before have fun discussions whatever it may be but nowadays with you can't even go to theaters anymore it's been tough so getting to do this in a form of podcast communicating with you guys uh getting to talk with you jader once a week well actually you stay in touch all all week yeah we we stay in touch yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think maybe i'm a little annoying <laughs> no not at all no not but all. otherwise it's it's been a ton of fun doing this and you know the show's not going anywhere the show's still rolling along Absolutely. As, as long as computers work so <laughs> jader i mean do you remember the first movie we did for this show 
Ooh, little pop quiz there, man. First movie we did. Man, it was a very obs- not obscure, but I guess like it's a movie that I was not expecting to win. Jesus Christ! I was thinking I I thought it was The Fugitive. That's but I don't, it. Was The Fugitive right? The okay, fugitive. but I didn't know if that was the second episode or not. But yes. Yeah. Yeah, which which I which I I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed. That was the first time I saw that movie. Um, I think I got to go back to see. But I remember like seeing it. I was like, it's fine. I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, you know. But then, kind of, it kind of stuck with me after that. So I remember um, our second episode, our first two episodes. I wasn't wild about. It was two movies I hadn't seen yet. And the first one, I'm like, all right, The Fugitive, whatever. I watched it. It's fine. It's nothing special. I got to see where the uh, where the famous meme came from. But that yeah. was really it. That's, like, all I cared about. Then the next week, I'm like, all right, finally get to something that I care about even more. Hadn't seen Point Break. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, that was so much fun with you, man, getting to go over Point Break. And you even come to realization that you're like, that's not as good as I remember. No, it's not very good. I'm like, let, me tell you, man, let me tell you, um, obviously, I, we said earlier on the show during quarantine, I went back and even with Steph, tried to show her a bunch of movies that um, that I saw growing up and, you know, I thought that were really cool. And there's a lot that I'm like held up there. We're watching it now and I'm like, yeah, this movie is not as good as I remember it being, man. You know, <laughs> it's strange because yeah. it's happened to me a couple of times. Uh, what was the uh, what else? Did I have it? Oh, the Back to the Future trilogy when we did ah, that. God, I love that movie. I the love first those movies. Amazing. The, and then the yeah. second one's oh. it's crazy because as a kid with the flying cars and all that, um, absolutely, it's funny. It's right here. Look, where are we? Right there. We got everything in there. Universal Studios shirt, super cool, but um. But yeah, man, I re- I remember as a kid, I was like, part two is hands down the best Back to the Future. Doesn't even come close to any of the other ones. This and that and that. And growing up, I'm like, oh, this movie kind of sucked. Like mm-hmm. besides the beginning, the very like first 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, oh man, this was really cool. But after that, man, it, it like drags. Um, no, I don't want to say drags. It doesn't drag. It's just not as good as one or three. And three right. was the one that I thought I really did not like. And it's fucking great it's just it's fun yeah yeah it's, you know, remember, it gets funny too because we don't do those franchise episodes anymore uh when every month we're like okay we're gonna do a franchise we're gonna knock out all the movies and talk about them on one big episode and i think we really killed ourselves doing marvel in the first month <laughs> when we did every single marvel studios movie from Iron Man. What episode was that, dude? That was like what, like the first five episodes that. That was the third episode we ever did. Jesus Christ, man! Four hour stream. I remember I came up with the idea for you. Let's do an entire franchise. You're like, well, let's just start a big. Let's do Marvel. I'm like, all right, let's do Marvel. But then we. I told you, and I told you, I'm like, we should do the first half, and then we'll save the episode for another. You're like, we're doing all of them. I'm like, holy shit! Uh, <laughs> never again. It was so. I, I mean, I think I reflect on that, and that might be our best, one of our best and worst episodes at the same time. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, we had again, we had a great panel. Timmy was there. Yeah. Uh, we had James on there. We had Kaiser on there. We had BC on there. Um, we had we had quite quite the panel with us, man. You know, and then you know there were some that were in there, and there's some that I'm like, dude, I got to tap out, man. I, I'm done. You know, it was too much. It was too much for us too. I mean, yeah, I was a good awesome by the end of it. Um, yeah. 
You have a friend asking what happened to your beard. <laughs> it's actually kind of back now. <laughs> it was completely gone. But uh, yeah, thanks for that. I hate your guts. Hey, look. Oh, look at the chat. Miriam. Uh, Miriam was a fun guest that we had on the show also. She did. Uh, she did a movie that she hated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're here like trying to tell our guests, hey, pick your favorite movie. This is not that. And then we ended up... Uh, we ended up doing uh, Bat Batman versus Superman, which I I don't totally hate. Like I always I always say, I kind of defend that movie now. I don't think it's as bad as uh, um, Suicide Squad or Wonder Woman 1984. Mm -hmm. uh, thoughts on that, sir? <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> Can we get Tim on? Let's get Tim on first. I sent him the email, so we, let's wait to talk about that with, with yeah, Tim. Yeah, we'll talk about Wonder Woman a little bit. A little quick review on Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, I know everybody, a lot of people are like, oh my God. See, I told Miriam too. We got to send the link out to Miriam very quick to see if she wants to jump on. Right, right now. Message me your uh, your email, Miriam, and we'll get you on there. So we can talk more. It might be still safe near. Guys, I think you were wondering, this is going to be a rotating panel of guests. Whoever has been on the show before we sent invites to, they want to hop on, they can hop on, say hi. Um, as of right now, we are just waiting around if people want to come on. Um, yeah. I don't think i still have her email at this point i'll get it for you well i'll have her message me but regardless um oh man look 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 everybody over here look at anthony anthony not bad not, <laughs> not bad. that bad jesus christ i never agree with anthony on anything yeah. <laughs> and whenever it comes to movies he doesn't like marvel but he'll love james bond like come on man <laughs> he oh likes Hold on, man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get us this very quick, and I'm gonna send it to you, Kyle. But, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, again, it's been a fun year. We were very appreciative of every single guest that we uh, that we had on. Um, I don't think we've honestly had a bad episode with any guests. If we've had any episode that we were like, eh, about, it was probably just me and you. Yeah. Um, but overall, I feel like every single guest. I love, uh, you know, just adding. Uh, seeing a different uh, POV than other ours because we kind of know what movies we're gonna like more or less unless it takes us by surprise. But overall, we'll be like, all right, we'll be okay. Um, um, one, one uh, Anthony, first of all, check your email, man. I just sent you an invite if you want to hop on the show. Um, Jade, I, I gotta say, I think one of my favorite episodes that we ever did was "I Love You, Man" with your uh, girlfriend Steph. Yeah, I, yeah, I will yeah. never forget her kind of pointing out something to us that we had, we were just completely clueless to. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like, it blew oh, both of our minds. Like, yes. <laughs> that was pretty great. That was fun. Um, another chance, chance was a killer, killer, killer. Uh, um, what movie did we review with chance? Cause, oh, we had Mike. Uh, I mean, our, what you call Mike? Listen to me. Uh, we had no son the show. Yeah, Matt knows. We did. Yeah, Matt knows. Uh, what do we do? We oh, we got we did Goodfellas with him. Goodfellas with him. Um, what you were saying before, uh, we just did recently. Um, I remember we did Reservoir Dogs with Kaiser. We did uh, Psycho with William Bibiani. That was that my was favorite episode. Awesome, right there. Love that episode as well. That I mean, to hear what he has to say about classic film is one of the best things we have going on. We got to get Bibs on the show again, man. We yeah. really, really do. 
So guys, uh, Jader, we have our first guest ready to go, and it's exactly what you hope for. <laughs> uh, send me over the link when you get a chance, but here is our first guest, Tim. Tim, it's been Yo. so long since we've had you on the show, man. Welcome back. What's up, guys? What's going on? How's it going, man? Thanks for jumping on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen you guys since the uh, four and a half hour MCU fest we did. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so, as we're doing the year in review, Tim, we're talking about that. That episode popped up. Um, definitely a standout, man. It changed our entire show. It made us realize that we can't keep doing this like this <laughs> every single week. <laughs> but, we, start, we started at breakfast and went through breakfast and skipped lunch. I was like, wow, we were on for a real long time. Let me tell you, man, I, I, I knew I had something to do that afternoon. I had to take Steph to run an errand or, or she needed to run an errand. And I was like, no, 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 I won't be long. I think, I think it's going to be like two hours max. And I remember getting off and kind of like doing that, like walk of shame, like upstairs. And she opened, she goes two hours, huh? And I was like, God damn it, man. And I'm like, it was Marvel. It was Marvel. What do you want me to do? And then nope. she's like, she's like, she's like, I knew it. Every time you say it's going to be a quick episode, it never is. And I'm like, my bad, man. That, that's that's on me. <laughs> I blame Kyle actually. I'm like, I wanted to, I wanted to stop by Avengers, <laughs> and then she, and then she, no, not a, I want to say like probably like Silver War or something like that. I wanted to stop somewhere a little bit early on, or maybe even a uh, Age of Ultron. And he was like, I think we should just do the whole thing. And I was like, Are you sure? Because there's gonna be a lot of people saying different things about different movies. Everybody's different. And then, um, so. Everyone had their opinions, and we just, it was just all right. Incredible. I think there was only one movie that we kind of like just flew by. I forgot I which it one it Captain was. Marvel. <laughs> yes, it was Captain Marvel. We we're like, all right, whatever. Yeah, we didn't want to get Endgame. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But Tim, I gotta ask you, man. One of my favorite things that I've seen in the chat recently is Wonder Woman 1984. Um, <laughs> your outburst about this movie made me laugh so hard. Um, we kind of feel the same way about it, but Tim, you got to express your feelings. What is it about Wonder Woman that you hate? First, first of all, in case one of my friends is watching, he swears that I am anti-DC. I am not anti-DC. I am anti-Warner Brothers DC. Right. I okay. am. Out of all these movies, I like maybe two of them. Two. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted I wanted to get on your show about Batman vs Superman so bad that night. Oh, I, I I would have tore that shit apart. I I, <laughs> I guarantee I would have changed a couple of your minds about how you like that movie or not. No, I'm glad um, I didn't have you on the show then. Oh my <laughs> god, there's so many little things in that movie that drove me crazy. So yeah, so last week we were upstate for Christmas and um everyone you know everyone's going crazy. I said you know I'm gonna go watch Wonder Woman. Let me go watch Wonder Woman. And I I went into it again. I'm one of the few people. That didn't. I'm not all hurrah hurrah over the first one either. I was a little bored with it, to be honest. I didn't yeah, I like the special effects in the first one. Uh, and I, again, I hated the giant plot holes of the ending. It drove me crazy, and I can't stand that. So here comes the second one, and again, it's very slow. It's very boring. The CGI is terrible, and it has another horrible ending. So here I am sitting. I went in the, the, my my little bedroom upstate by myself. Watched this movie. I came out of that oh, room. You like, didn't see. You didn't see it in the theater. Wow. No, 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 no. I watched it in, in on TV and in, in, at home. Okay. So okay. I was like, I, again, it was the exact same thing as the first one for me, only worse. And I was so mad that I spent two and a half hours of my life 
watching this movie that I started getting like real insane about it. So, so let I will, me tell I will, you my story. I'll never let watch me, it again. Let me tell you my story very quickly. Hold on, Jader. Jader, before you do this, I gotta just I gotta introduce another guest. Uh, that kind of yes. <laughs> what up, man? I'm literally listening to you guys, and I'm like, this is perfect. You Hi, everyone. Mary was crazy. Back. Good to see she, you. It's Welcome good back. to see you. Nice actually, to meet you, Tim. She actually oh, interviewed. Nice to meet you. I interviewed Gal Gadot and, and Patty Jenkins for this film, right? So she yes. posted it on her page, and I wrote to her, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing, this and that and that. And I'm like, how was it? And then she's like, watch it and we'll talk. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, the first person I wrote was to her. Well, to Kyle first and then to her. And she's like, hey, I'm on vacation. I'm like, we need to talk about this shit. <laughs> and because I don't know where she stands. I don't know where she's at, I, you know? And so let me, let me uh, spoiler alert. I obviously didn't like this movie. So I couldn't see it on Christmas, um, busy day for me with the kids and, you know, obviously, you know, trying to see them, bring them to my house, open gifts and family and all that. So I couldn't see it. Um, it I think I saw it on that Saturday night. So on the 26th at night, I start watching it at home as well. Um, I saw the, the whole, uh, scene with her as a little girl and I was like, all right, this is cool. I like this. Um, and then the mall scene hits, right? So I'm watching the mall <laughs> scene. I'm watching the mall scene, and I can't believe that this is a 2020 film because it looked so old. The CGI looked terrible, and it was so effing cheesy. Mm -hmm. And I paused it, and I turn over to Steph, and I'm like, is it just me? And she goes, super corny. And I was like, oh my God, okay. I'm like, I can't do this tonight because I was exhausted, but I'm like, I gotta watch this movie because everybody keeps talking about it. It's very split. It's very split. It's very, either you hate it or you love it. There's some people that adore this film. They're like, I don't see the hate. And there's some people that are like, with me, they're like, this movie sucks. So I ended up going, I'm like, you know what? I am too exhausted from obviously working the holidays, you know, staying up Noche Buena, uh, waking up at freaking seven in the morning to see my kids to see oh. my kids, you know, um, oh, we lost Tim. Tim we couldn't take it. it. Okay, I got a replacement. Oh, ah. boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Anthony, good, welcome man. back. Anthony. Yeah. So, Wonder Woman is not bad, man. Time out, bro. I'm on. Right. You're going to get your turn. You're going to get your turn. Okay. Anywho, so I, um, I end up pausing and going to sleep, but I was like, I hope this gets better. Because I really didn't like the beginning. Um, overall, it did get slightly better, and I and it's a smidge better for me. I love the Chris Pine and her thing. Uh, well, liked. I don't want to say love. I did like him a lot in the film Pedro Pascal, but other than that, nothing else worked for me. Um, I felt like it was incredibly cheesy. I felt it was boring as fuck. Boring as fuck. Um, and I just, you know, it was one of those, again, where not, not that I don't love character development or anything or, or just character writing, but I didn't like the fact that we saw Wonder Woman once in an hour and 20 minutes, maybe of the film. It was just, there was nothing going on. Um, so yeah, I really disliked, I was really disappointed. I actually, everybody hated the whole Linda Carter thing. A lot of people did. I ended up loving that. And I, I, I forgot about it. I'm looking forward. To, that was what was kind of like a saving grace for me where I was like, let me see what they do with her just to see her on screen again, you know? 
But uh, yeah, this movie did not work for me at all. So you guys can go at it now. Um, I want to go next because I got to see this movie before everyone, and oh, you're so keep, cool. I had to uh, keep quiet. Of course, there was an embargo, um, which I was like, first red flags when you know there's an embargo. Um, I this I watched this movie the night the Marvel Disney slate was happening, the Disney oh. Investor Day. So my phone was blowing up. I'm watching this movie. And I have a bunch of feelings, right? So I come into the movie. Obviously, opening scene is the Thymusera. I can't say it right, but you know. The the, yeah, we're there. I loved it. I did see the CGI was iffy. And I saw this movie in a movie theater. I didn't get to watch it at home because I wanted to watch it in a movie theater. And I got to share the screen with two other people. Um, the second act, I, I hated it. It bored me. I hate the whole Steve Trevor plot how he got in there confusing it was so confusing to me it was confusing that. as shit because i didn't get it either. i was like how is he not bad but missiles appear out of nowhere and that's fine but why can't he come back from the dead like yeah. if they would have said like oh he's back and he's normal i would have gotten that because it was a wish i get it but they went around this shit. they like broke their own rules i'm like what mm -hmm. keep going <laughs> and um i hated how they that that invisible jet scene it was supposed to be a bigger scene than what it was i just hated that i hated now act three look i love pedro pascal and he owned it in this movie. i feel he like did. they should have given him more but time being whatever kristen wig another character i wish they would have given her more i don't she wasn't I, bad. Yeah. She was wasted. It was she a wasted, was a wasted character. character. And I yep. don't necessarily hate the movie, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I loved the first one. The first one just captured me. And this one just didn't do it for me as much as I wanted it to. And, you know, um, we weren't, uh, none of the press got to see the after credit, post credit. We were told there was a post credit, but no one knew about it because Warner Brothers didn't want um they didn't want any of the press to see the after credit so uh, the linda carter i got to found that i found that online i'm like great i'm in oh. costa rica and i'm just like well okay yeah. i have not yet watched the movie again here at home so nope. that's my two takes on I it do. it ended and i was kind of like quiet and i'm like well i'm so glad i didn't see this in the theater because i would have been pissed <laughs> yeah like, no oh. and the cgi was rocky it was not yeah. it was meant yeah. to be on tv and i couldn't imagine oh god yeah, Anthony, we gotta hear from you now, man. Anthony, let's go, dude. <laughs> I, I feel I'm more in line with, with Miriam a little bit, but I just liked it a little bit more. It's not a horrible movie. Like, wait, I, did you like this more than the first one? No, no, okay, no. okay. The I was like, wait, one, hold on. I'm not insane. Like, I know the first one's so much better, but what I'm saying is the movie is not bad. It's just like I feel a lot of people are complaining about the Trevor thing, but I like that they didn't bring him back 100%, because then it's the same thing with Loki. Loki dies, no he doesn't, Loki comes back. Loki dies, no Loki comes back. He's <laughs> dead, okay? And they had to put him in another body to bring him back. <laughs> Give me that a million times over, over Loki coming back whenever he wants to, and for no Blas reason. Blasphemous. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Loki's still dead, but he has his own show now? Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. and um, then, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, like, when Trevor comes back, I like the way he came back. I think they probably brought him back more 
to give Wonder Woman, you know, some more character development where she kind of had to, because I think if we see in the beginning of the movie, she's flirting, or other guys are trying to flirt with her, but she wants nothing with it, right? Yeah. Then she has to kind of let go of Trevor. But by having Trevor be in another man's body, it kind of shows her like, look, you can move on. You can love somebody else. You just have to let go of me. So I think it was kind of more of a reflection of her reality of not being able to move on romantically. And I think her going through that pain allowed her to kind of take flight and do all that other stuff. That's why for me that worked. The Kristen Wiig thing, I mean, um, <laughs> it was not for me. It was not for me. I just don't like the cheetah character in general. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't think she really needed to be in this movie. She did it. You could take her out and literally change his mind. Yeah, so. two villains was overkill. Pedro Pascal yeah. overshadowed her by a yeah. thousand. I gotta say, this movie pissed me off. And I think <laughs> it was more because I was expecting something great after the first one. And this one immediately frustrated me. And it was from that opening scene where she's a little girl on the island. First of all, it makes no sense that you're doing this well compared to all these other women who are the same type of women as you. But for some reason, you're just as good at them at 10 years old. All right. And the thing about the thing what happens if you don't have you haven't seen this movie yet at the beginning, she's about she's getting running the competition, completely destroying them. She falls off her horse and lands conveniently next to this slide in the side of a mountain. For no reason, there's just a slide there, right? Flips on the slide, passes everyone, ends up in the front. And as she's about to win the competition, Robin Wright stops her and says, No, you don't get to win because you cheated. Well, why did you put a slide there on the mountain that where they could just where where they could just conveniently get on it? Like if she she didn't cheat, she it's improvised. a movie. It's a fiction movie. They were they were preparing you for cheap tough, bro. No, oh, that's bad. <laughs> no, but also this movie breaks its own rules constantly, right? I yeah. thought you have to touch the wishing rock, which is completely ridiculous, by the way. But I thought you had to touch the wishing rock in order to make a wish. But by the end, he's like, no, you just got to look in my eyes and I can broadcast the entire world that then you can make your wish. What did he touch them, though? Because he became the rock. What did he, he became the rock. Yes. Yeah, remember, he became the rock and he would touch them, if I'm not mistaken. Or he would no. always have their hand. No, no, at the end, though, when he's broadcasting the entire world. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Fair, fair. Right. Tim, unleash. Well, I disagree with the Steve Trevor thing right off the bat, too, because, oh, my God, I, I, I get so angry. Um, to me, it doesn't make sense because, like you said, you're trying to get over Steve Trevor, but the only reason she gave this guy the time of day was because he's Steve Trevor trapped in some other guy's body. Now, where's this guy? Who is this guy? Where, 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 where does he go? Where does his conscience go during this whole thing? And she bangs him. He doesn't look like Steve Trevor. He looks like this poor guy. It doesn't make any sense. What do you mean, poor guy, bro? You got to have, have sex with Wonder Woman and Gal Gadot or whatever. I agree with that. But for him, for him, that's great. And then at the end of the movie, she has to pretend like she didn't just bang this dude for how how long? Hey, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. It's, it's Christmas time. Yay. We're all happy now. Where was he? Where was his conscience? Where did he go? Does he know? No. He don't know. He doesn't know, I have he a know question. where he was. Does she see the other guy or does she see yes. Chris Pine? 
No, she, no, she, she, it's the other guy, but she even says it in the film. She goes, I only see you. Because remember, when he's looking at the mirror, trying on the different 80s, she says, I only see you. So she sees Chris the Pine, guy. even though it's the other guy. Everyone else apparently yeah. sees the other guy. The other guy. Yeah, yeah. The, you see, this whole thing is so confusing for no reason. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim. No, that's true. Yeah. Exactly. For no reason. There's no reason. Just bring him back. Just bring him back. The guy, first of all, he never should have died in the first place. That's the major plot hole of number one. Don't even get me started on that. But the, <laughs> the, the major... Oh, I, I, start, I start getting crazy. But yeah, like I said, first of all, I, I thought the first hour and a half was completely boring. I, mm-hmm. I did enjoy Kristen Wiig. I thought she was very underused. I thought she could have been good. But how'd she get yeah. two wishes at the end? She got two wishes. First of all, we're talking about a movie about wishes. Wishes! This is a DC movie! With all these fantastic villains you have in there to choose from. And we're talking about a movie about making a wish. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's it a wish so rock. Stupid. It's a wish. I'm sorry. You're right. It's a wish and rock, which, which becomes a wish man. And then he straps on Edward Nigma's thing from, from Batman Forever and starts talking to the world. And then she, for some reason, she can lasso him and talk through him to talk to the whole world. It's, it is so stupid. I'm oh, so God. glad. I didn't, I didn't pay to see this movie in the theater. I probably would have been throwing stuff at the screen. That's how bad it was. So is this the worst DCEU movie? That's a question no. for everyone. That's no. Justice League. Okay. Uh, no, no. I still give it I to would, Suicide Squad. Well, I would rather you know. watch Justice League and Suicide Squad on a loop for 48 straight hours <laughs> than watch this movie ever again. And all I that just, all I, the madness. I don't think You're it's not the worst. It, it's bottom three for me, though. It's It's not worse than... Uh, I even like. Pro- I probably enjoyed Justice League a little bit more than I did, did this. This is probably bottom two for me. This is right above uh, Suicide Squad. I really didn't like this film. I didn't see myself even wanting to go back to maybe give it a second. I mean, it's still early. You get me. But unless I have to like study this for Schmodown or something like that, I I won't be watching this again. I that's why um, I was like, I'm just gonna fast forward to the post credit scene because I was just like, yeah, no, I I can't, man, I can't, and I don't know. Like I said, there's it's not like you know the the DCU has like phenomenal films either, but um, but I I really couldn't get into this at all, and I, every t- I remember pausing it even. It was like 45 minutes in, and it's a two and a half hour long movie. And I'm like, I still got two hours. Like, I felt like I saw a lot already. You know? Peter, I have a question, though. I have a question. What's worse, Thor the Dark World or Wonder Woman 84? I will see Thor the Dark World over and over again. Mm-hmm. No way. I would see Wonder Woman 1984. There's no way no, I would watch Thor the Dark World again. Hell no, no. I honestly, I honestly, I don't know. Maybe because I haven't seen Thor in the Dark World since 20. 13 or whatever the hell they came out. You don't need to. But I I just guess this is, I guess since it's so fresh in my head that I didn't remember walking. I remember being mad at Thor, but not like, oh, I'm never, like, I'm like, ah, the movie wasn't great, you know? And I walked out. But this, like, I think it was maybe that, maybe that, um, what Kyle said that, uh, and again, Tim doesn't agree, but I absolutely loved the first Wonder Woman. I thought that movie was fucking phenomenal. So it was just such a disappointment of, uh, you know, it's, it, it was, it was the hype, uh, my own hype, I guess that when I even saw the trailer for this one, I was like, bro, this movie looks fucking great. I can't wait to see Wonder Woman 1984. Um, Thor, I remember like, you know, not a lot of people love the, uh, the first Thor movie. A lot of people I that think that, that I, so did I, I really liked it a lot. Um, obviously 
when we when we get to Thor in the Dark World, there's so many other Marvel movies that were like, all right, like this wasn't the best, you know. It was it, obviously at the time it was bottom tier. I just I I it wasn't worse than Iron Man two for me. I guess Iron Man two is my Suicide Squad because I hate Iron Man two. Um, but I again I I've seen Thor in the Dark World at least two or three times. I don't think, and that was like, all right, I'm gonna pop it in and watch it. I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this with this anytime soon. I, at least not anytime soon, unless again, I have to study it or whatever. I have a question. Okay, so now they confirmed Wonder Woman 3. Yeah. Where do we go from here? Like, the only way to go but up. Anywhere but up. I mean, every anywhere but down. You like, you can only go up from here. There's no way. I, you know what? I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Like, what <laughs> what characters do should we expect now for Wonder Woman 3? What villain? I mean, I don't know. I think it's Cheetah. Again, and it wouldn't surprise me if they but final play. form. But they might do a cheetah kind of like uh kind of like Silver War, how they had crossbones right in the beginning of the movie, and they'll defeat that, and then there's gonna be a bigger, bigger enemy. Because they can do so many. They already did Ares, obviously. They uh did Cheetah that you have um they did Maxwell Lord, you have Dr. Poison, Dr. Psycho, you have uh uh Giganta. There's so many wonder woman villains that they can do um cheetah cheetah's a really big character she is. She be like she is. that's why i feel like she was so wasted because i i i but really like in the, wig in the movie she, i don't think she was bad i i thought i thought kristen wick did a really good job um i think they I have more for her for the third one i think I that's what they're doing i didn't buy into i didn't buy into the friendship if you will because they had just met and it wasn't like they were hanging out all the time, you know, they met and then they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, she saves him from that man. And then it was like on a quick, like, okay, she's a villain now and you you guys are gonna fight each other. I, I didn't buy into the whole them beefing shit, you know? Um, I, I, I guess that, would, that, in my opinion, was underdeveloped, but, you know. But how Maybe they'll save her. Cheetah? How does she become Cheetah now without The Rock? She can't make a wish anymore. <laughs> That's she the third movie. She already got two wishes. It's she supposed to get one. She got two. So now she's she a She getting a third? No, at the end, she was back to normal. Really? What? Yeah. She was, was ready normal. To get she was yeah, normal yeah. at the end oh, of the movie. She was normal. She yes, yes, yes. And everybody had to renounce their wish. <laughs> yep. That's it. She is done. So she got that. They were saying that. I'm, it's quiet in my house because we're all like disappointed watching this movie. And Steph goes, "I renounce this movie. <laughs> Fuck this movie." Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know? Do you know what scene actually drove me batty when she learns to fly? Spoiler alert! Sorry, everybody. She flies, oh. and she flies for miles and miles, doing flips <laughs> and turns. And they, and where was she? Home. She had to go back home. <laughs> Get her stupid armor from Flash Gordon. She's flying around all over the world. She don't you, don't you mean Power Rangers? That was, that was, was Goldar's armor. You're right. I'll take that. I'll take that too. I'll take that too. That, that's better. You know, than what one of my favorite scenes. I gotta say, was probably when they're getting in the jet and they're getting shot at. And she's just rubbing her hands, and he's like, "What are you gonna do?" And she's like, "I've only done this once, but I gotta figure out how my father was able that's to make so the island of and I'm like, oh, you've only done this once? And then she just makes a jet turn invisible. So all she had to do was rub her hands and close her eyes, and it worked. That's that's the 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 movie. Movie. 
That what? That was the funniest scene in the movie, too. That scene was ridiculous to it's me. It's so like, bad. It is so <laughs> bad. A fully, I was like, a fully, oh, a fully like, fueled jet at the Smithsonian? Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it. I know it's I know it's a movie, but okay. They all the old jet <laughs> are fully fueled and ready to fly. Come on I now. I think people watching are not going to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. this guy has been wonderful. You're welcome, is what I'm saying. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> we just told you all the spark notes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've watched it no. too. It's worth it. You saw it, you saw it twice willingly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Willingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know let me tell you i don't know if this movie it was just that great but it helped i saw soul after i finished watching oh wonder God. woman 1984 and holy shit was that a film all right so no see look at anthony god damn anthony, it, uh, no <laughs> anthony, no I'll get him out of this chat. No, no, no. Don't you dare. I no. It. I haven't watched it. It just doesn't look enticing. Oh, no. No, no, I no. Have the I watched this watch movie it. on Monday. Here, here. I, have good news. I have good news. I did finally get Disney Plus. So it's a step forward. I did get Disney Plus. So I'm sure Disney's very happy that they finally have your money. They have your <laughs> $7.99 or $6.99, whatever the. No, I, no I ended up getting the. Um, the package, all three. So oh shit! Hulu, no. ESPN. Yeah, yeah. That's, I got, I got the same one. Yeah, but I'm not gonna watch Soul. What? No, hold on, I can't. I think Soul, Soul is an adult Pixar movie. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, it's. I don't think it's tended for the kitties. I think it's tended for us. Older. Most most of, most of Pete Doctor's films aren't, except I want to say, except for uh, Monsters Inc. Because Up is the same way; it's more it's more for for us, and Inside Out as well. It's more for for the adults and things. And well, Wally is more for kids. Like, but I, I, I feel like it, they're very mature themed uh, films. So, I I understand. I said the same thing. My kid, my kids liked it a lot, actually. Uh, lots of questions to be answered because <laughs> they were like, "Oh, well, what does this mean?" Does this mean this? This is, you know, it was like one of those like yeah. they kept asking, but they ended up liking it, you know. So yeah, I, so, I would definitely have to check it out. Soul Soul's great, guys. I think you should definitely check it out. Like Jade was saying, guys, thank you uh, so much for stopping in and saying hi to us on our, you know, our year in review show. You are all going to be back this year. We're gonna get you back on for more movies, Miriam. We're gonna get you on for something that you actually like, so you can gush about a movie. Anthony, I want to hear you destroy a film. And Tim, we got you coming for Star Wars, Mandalorian, whatever you want to do. We're gonna find something for you, man. So, guys, thank you so much for coming back. Also, you guys, you guys had a stellar so year, and you guys are amazing. So just know thank that. you so much. Keep doing the great work that you guys do. Go thank, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Later. Catch you later, guys. Bye. All right. That was fun, man. Yeah, that was great. I'm glad we had people. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna invite more at this point. Uh. But uh, we got to We have a. Are we even gonna get to this movie at this point? Yeah, yeah, we will eventually. <laughs> eventually, think, this uh, is not I gonna think, be. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, I just sent you a text. I saw it. 
So yeah. So who's our next guest? If if we have one. If not, we just keep this. No, going no one's in the waiting room currently right now. Um, I've had a couple inquiries, so we're gonna see what happens. But uh, let's get rid of this Wonder Woman thing. Uh, so Jader, we do have a movie to get to us. So I guess we should kind of start talking about this at this point. Okay. Um, it's a little late. We were gonna do this right after Christmas, but it's okay. Um, the night before is one of I think the best Christmas movies in the the past decade, probably the century at this point. And that I'm so Christmas. It's close, man. I don't know, man. You were rushing <laughs> no, over that one, dude. This is better than last Christmas to me. I've watched this every single year since it's come out on Christmas time. Um, nice. And I just I feel like it's one of those undiscovered films that a lot of people just haven't had a chance to see at this point. And every time that someone sees it, they're like, oh man, this movie's great. How come I haven't seen this before? So I don't know how many times you've seen this since it's been out, but like, do you revisit this every Christmas? No, I definitely do not. Uh, this was the third time I've seen this movie since it came out. And it came out, what, like 2015? I want to say. Uh, 16, I think. 16? Around yeah. there. But, um, but yeah, this is the third time I see it. And every time that I do watch it, well, the last two times. I'm. I always say the same thing. I'm like, this movie's great. Why don't I revisit this often? Like, it, right. it has to be one of those that I throw in the rotation of uh, Christmas movies because it, it's so freaking funny. Yeah, so it, funny. It, uh, it, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't. Not that I should be blasting or putting my shit out there, but I wasn't Father of the Year today because kids were building Legos or playing with their thing while this movie's going on, <laughs> and uh, they happened to. Uh, turned their turn they're not really watching it but obviously the movie cusses up a storm um but they turn around on the anthony mackie bathroom scene oh uh, yeah. yeah dude and i'm like hey hey, hey. like clapping <laughs> for them to look at me and i'm like look at me i think it was the seth rogan getting dick pics scene oh you have no idea dude after that i was like damn man i'm like do they actually show it or is it just a talk do they just talk? And then I'm like, oh no, they show it. I remember now. So yeah, but no, they they were just uh, they were just like playing. They they happened to just look, I guess, because of said noises that were happening on screen or whatever that they turned around. And then I had to like like kind of like, hey. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you this: How does it feel watching a Christmas movie after Christmas, like in the new year? It's it still kind of feels like Christmas here again. The kids are still opening gifts. They're they're allowed to open one new toy every time they come over because if not, my house would be a complete disaster right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, that so it again. I still have Christmas wrapping papers from whatever toy they open or and whatnot. So still in the holiday spirit, I guess you know. Um, I don't feel like it's not not Christmas. I think like the the first non Christmas thing that I really do is the Super Bowl. So okay. That's kind of when I feel like, all right, winter's over type shit, you know, um, uh, you know, at least for me. But um, so yeah, so it didn't feel that it didn't feel bad. And again, it, it's a fun movie to to uh, to revisit, man. Especially I haven't seen it in maybe about two years. It's been a while. You know? Yeah. And uh, it was just it was a fun rewatch. And I honestly was like, I'm just going to watch it right before the show starts just to. Because I could have seen it. I actually revisit. I actually visit. Uh, uh, revisited a Gordon Levitt movie because I was like, I had him in my head. I ended up watching Looper two nights ago. Oh shit! And I fucking love that movie. You know, that's that's yeah. set for another day because I, I can I can talk about that movie. We still but, have um, getting Sarah Marshall. Like that's been one that's been on our the top of our list for oh, a while. Yeah. 
That's yeah, cool. well, I mean, we kind of mentioned it in the uh, Paul Rudd episode. We just didn't dive deep, deep in there. Yeah, you yeah. know. But uh, but yeah, Sarah Marshall is one that we definitely definitely got to re- um, review. But um, um well, I, I think I gotta say what I really love about this movie so much. I think I connect with this is it. Yeah, it's funny, and I laugh at the same stuff every single year. But it's got a lot of heart too. It does. It, it, does. it revolves around these three. It does friends. feel like a, a legitimately Christmas, a legit Christmas movie. But it, you know, it just happens to have some drugs and you know some cuss words in it. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Christmas you know? doesn't at this point. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you think about it, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, his character, his parents died on Christmas Eve, and he was all by himself. So his friends go to comfort him on Christmas Eve, and they go out, and it just becomes a tradition at this point. And then you get to see these three friends are finally splitting off and this is going to be the last time they do it, but do they really need to split off? And that's kind of the conundrum that they're going through throughout all of this. So you have one last fun final night. And I just, every single year I really connect with the, uh, the whole plot with that. Because, you know, when we graduate high school, college, move, whatever it is, we always say we're going to stay in touch, but it gets really difficult to. So even when you, when you even, even when you, when you, when you leave work, when you work with somebody for such a long time mm-hmm. and you get relocated to another store or you end up quitting or that person quits and you you get a better job, that friendship that you have kind of just stays in the past. It doesn't really happen because you have different schedules, different, you know, you got to really, really make an effort to have somebody, um, I mean, to, to keep that friendship going. Mm-hmm. So one thing going to basing of what you're saying, um, I love that because again, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, Ethan, he kind of just stays where he's at because he, that's what he holds on to. He again, uh, what should be the worst holiday of the year for him because that's when his parents died. You yeah. know, he ends up he grabs onto it like that because his two friends were there for him that night, and then one of them ends up becoming a pro football player, super famous. And then the other ones have, you know, got married and is having a kid on the way. So people grow up and you, you know, you gotta, you know, grow up. It is what it is. Um, and I love that. That's what I love about this movie. It does have a lot of heart. Um, so I agree with you hundred percent on that. Yeah. It's something that you just, that I think is important when it comes to a Christmas movie is you have to entertain us. You have to be about Christmas somehow. And then you also have to, you know, make us feel warm inside at the end of it, because that's really what these Christmas movies are about is feeling joyful and getting ready, getting yourself in this in the holiday spirit, which is why I really liked how these past couple of years they've been releasing Christmas movies in November so that you get in that spirit early. Like I remember when the new animated Grinch came out a couple of years ago that came out like right after Halloween and I was ready for Christmas all the way up till then. Um, I, Which I love that movie, by the way. I love the animated uh, Grinch. I think it's a lot better than the. Uh, I don't. I can't stand the Ron Howard film. I, I don't like it. It just it didn't click with me. Um, so that's why I was actually hesitant on seeing the animated Grinch. I didn't see it in the theater. I ended up watching it at home because the kids wanted to see it once it mm-hmm. was released on video, and we ended up watching. I'm like, this movie's really cute. I liked it a lot. Like, thought it was a, a really good movie. Um, can't say uh, that about. I hate. I hate both live action Doctor Seuss movies. I don't like the Cat in the Hat, and I do. <laughs> I, I despise the Cat in the Hat, and I don't like. The, I can sit down and watch Grinch over Cat in the Hat easily, but mm-hmm. it wasn't until uh, Horton Hears a Who um, that I was like, "All right, animated Doctor Seuss, give me that all day." You know. Um, we but, have um, another guest waiting in the wings. 
Um, he has been on twice now at this point, one for his own movie and then another time for our Marvel movie draft. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Craig the Barbarian. Welcome back, sir. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. I would say the comic book movie draft, I would point out that I won that draft by virtue of Did being you? the uh, yeah, by virtue of being the person here that was a fan of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I feel like maybe if someone else here had been a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they would have known the answer to their five point question in the <laughs> IG in the IG finals. Oh very my simple. god. A very, a very right simple, now. a very simple Ninja Turtles quote. Had no idea what it was. Allison, just you know, pouring snow on it's the wood. It's a good thing these guys aren't lumberjacks. <laughs> oh, safe god. in the woods would be in the trees. Oh my god. Uh, Tello and Michelangelo during the fight scene. In April O'Neil's place. Oh my god, it's so easy. It, I cannot I cannot believe. I cannot believe. At any rate, it was it was just it was a, I feel like you call that kismet. Um, you know, no, look, look, uh, I I don't mean to toss any uh you know any shade at uh at chance. I just thought it was funny how much crap that both chance and Robert gave me for picking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and then it chance to be to lose, question. Chance to lose on that movie was just, I just, I, and the funny thing was, so like Winston Marshall and I on the inner geekdom show had uh, discussed uh, the Ninja Turtles film. And I even uh, sang the Ninja Turtles rap uh, live on the, on the show. And um, I texted him I after texted I, him, I was like, you, I was like, you, you know, I knew that five pointer. Hey, uh, <laughs> my, uh, I got, I got to turn my, my, uh, my, it's uh, it's ready. We will for for a yeah, good. It's all good. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, enjoying I'm, it. Trying, I'm, I'm trying to get chance on right now we'll see we'll see if he uh if he jumps in there uh always enjoyed having the barbarian stop by he is oh, yeah. Craig, craig's one of our, our fun guests that we've had on this show that's one thing yeah. we've covered we're gonna bounce around quite a bit i won't be surprised if we <laughs> go pretty late tonight um yeah. but at the same time let's get back into the movie well actually no Jader, who have been like some of your favorite? What's been your favorite episode? Do you think since we started this show? Shit, man. Uh, anytime, honestly, Barbarians on the Big Lebowski episode was big. No, mm -hmm. no pun intended. I, you mentioned uh, Bibbs episode for me was huge to have him on, and just the way he talked about the film, uh, and I felt like you know, like uh, being able to keep up <laughs> with with Bibbs. <laughs> It, it, on a show about a classic film was, you know, that was, uh, that was fun. Um, but honestly, uh, another one that, that, you know, um, I absolutely loved was my birthday episode, man. We got to review my favorite comedy with mm -hmm. one of my favorite people on this planet with Mark Ellis, man. That was a lot of fun. So we're going to uh, get back to the barbarian in just a moment, but I have another special guest waiting in the wing and Jader, you actually haven't met this person before. So this is going to be a nice little introduction here. He is Mr. Matthew Campana. Matthew, welcome to the hey. show, man. Welcome back. The, the other Jader. What up? What up? What up? What's, good? What's nice going on, Matt? How are you? Pretty good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I can't complain. I'm driving right now. I just entered Port St. Lucie. I just drove from Vero, and I'm just, I just had to come check in with y'all, say what's up, come support. You're the man, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Thank you for filling in that day, man. You saved you saved uh, the Jader and Kyle show for that week. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. No, I, I want to do another one with y'all and come on and 
you know, talk whatever, whatever you want, man. Whenever you want, you just let Kyle know what movie you want to talk about, and then we'll end up doing it, man. You missed a good episode, Jader, because you know Matt and I had a really good talk about Girl Interrupted. And, I ended up, um, I ended up seeing, I ended up seeing the uh, the episode, and I loved it. I thank you for opening up, man. Uh, I know that's it's not easy to talk about personal shit on the internet or whatever, but that was that was awesome. I liked how that I understood why when while while I was watching the show, I understood why you picked that film. So, which is phenomenal. Wanted to just give the audience something real and uncut and just be like, you know, and you know, it's okay to, you know, be honest, but I, yeah, I love that movie, it's such a great movie. Yeah, and yeah. Matt's, Matt's got a great podcast that's coming back pretty soon, too. So, you guys really need to check out that one. What's that called again, Matt? It's called Rain Podcast. We're about to be filming again. Go check it out. Rain, um, Rain Podcast brought to you by Rain International on YouTube. Go follow, go like, and subscribe. We rented out KK's Billard and just did our recent episode there. We're about to shoot another one for Valentine's Day on a yacht. So check that out in February um, when the next episode drops. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Matt, we really need to get you on with Jader. You guys can have a fun discussion with each other. Uh, either either if it's about a movie that you love or hate. Like, Matt, we got to do a movie that you just absolutely despise. I'd love to see you just rip into a movie one day. That could be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a cool concept. I definitely would do that. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for stopping in and saying hi, man. We love having you on, and we'll see you again. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your night. Have fun. Take care. Salute, sir. Thank you for coming. All right. That is Matt right there. We are going to bring in the Barbarian again. Welcome back, Craig. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you guys um, again for the second time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So have you uh you've seen the night of right uh Greg? Of course. The night before. Not, night before. I've also I have seen the night of also I love the night of. The night of is fantastic which Kyle hasn't seen yet. I, I tell Oh my god, you got you got to watch the night of. It's basically it's, what launched through Ahmed. Uh, it's the best acting John Turturro's probably ever done. It's a a phenomenal show, yeah. I got to get on that because last year my goal was to watch at least, you know, one movie a day to get the 366 actually was what it was last year. So I was able to accomplish that, but I really need to get back into some TV shows. So You saw a movie a day last year? Yeah. I probably saw about 600 movies last year. Well, see, every time I would talk to (laughs) her, He's like, I just saw all James Bond films today. I was like, what? What? Is that impossible? (laughs) Today, so far... Uh, so far today, I watched uh, Slapshot. First time ever watching Slapshot. Fantastic movie. I really wish that uh, George George Roy Hill had had uh, made more films. Because uh, I've been watching a lot of his movies this year, and they're all fantastic. Um, and then uh, I also so, watched. Uh, hmm? So I, I just gotta I gotta cut you off here for a sec, Barbarian, yeah. because you threw shots out tonight. You put some smoke in the air, and someone's trying here to catch that smoke. Uh, oh, <laughs> Look, I was just saying. <laughs> I was saying that I won. We can't hear you, Chance. Can't hear you. I was saying I won the comic book movie draft because I took Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, that's, why you, lost, maybe, that's why you lost the draft. What? That's why you lost the draft. No, I I won that draft by taking Ninja Turtles, and maybe if you had shown some respect to Ninja Turtles, that you would have known <laughs> your five point answer. If that, if that movie deserved respect, I show respect. But that movie deserves no respect. Not in this you house. Know? Hey, Not hey, in hey, house. Hey. 
Well, you know, it's, yeah, you know, I don't have much time. Words, I, like I said, I got to get the road like really soon. But yeah. I heard shots are being thrown. And now I see why, I'm, Barbarian. I'm just saying. Because you ain't got no belts. Your uh, faction's in the is a colossal trash heap. I'm, I'm a, I'm a free agent. you don't going on forward. But it's okay. Yeah. Look. It's okay. I want you to know yeah. I forgive you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you remember what it was. I'm glad you remember what it felt like to wear a belt. Um, it's a feeling. It's a feeling you don't know, and you might never know. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I I don't really have much concern about that. Uh, you should. Uh, can't close. No. Can't close the deal. How do you want a belt? Close it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, listen. Listen to the chance. Look, I won. I won. I won uh, the uh, the the comic book movie draft belt on this show. Congratulations! I, Thank you won that in a preseason match. Now you didn't even win that. Huh? You didn't win either of those things. What are you talking about? The preseason match. Uh, you even beyond. You lost that too. That, that wasn't a. That wasn't. Preseason. I, I, I actually won off. the draft by votes. Bo I ended up winning the draft. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Arkham should have beaten all of us. Yeah. Well, no, he, he screwed up. He screwed up. I, I want to come in, you know, defend myself because I don't appreciate shots being thrown at me when I'm not around. So Look, my, my <laughs> chat was just talking about how you didn't appreciate. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It should be appreciated. Peace out. All right. See you, Chance. That was great. Oh, man. A great little cameo there from Chance. Uh, he was Craig, lit. You were, Craig, you were saying something about – well, go ahead and say what you are going to say first. Oh, no, I was just saying that uh, right there. Look, no, he, look he, he, was he was upset. Clearly, it was a sore subject. Uh, you know, he probably doesn't have – he probably hasn't gained any love for Ninja Turtles, but maybe if he'd uh, – you know – I definitely know what to put on the wheel slice when I face him for our uh, rematch now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All turtle wheel. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, with Greg PJ, PJ watching the show now. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything that hasn't been publicly made. That's all I'll say. But uh, I've got, a, I've got a, you know, a, a, that's all I'll say. There, I know there's there's some changes that have happened, and I know some very I know some uh, wheel slices that uh, chance will be very very vulnerable to now. So, <laughs> no. Hey, now this is the type of content that you guys tune in for. Um, so, Craig, we were talking about the night before. You were saying something before Chance hopped on. Where, what we what do you think about this film? Oh, this this film is great because to me, it's it's. You know, I, this might sound like a controversial take, uh, but in my mind, Christmas is more of a American cultural holiday these days. We're not even just American culture. It's just like a world cultural holiday as opposed to being a, it's a, a religious holiday. It's a, I, to me, it's a secular holiday. And I think this film more than most like really embraces that, that notion. You know, you've got, uh, you, you know, Seth, Seth Rogen, uh, who's, you know, play, you know, a Jewish man in the film. And then, you know, and uh, you know, the film isn't, isn't about, you know, the religious aspects of Christmas. It's about the, you know, community aspects and the, just the celebratory aspects of, of the holiday. That is really what, you know, it's the underlying feeling of what uh, most Christmas movies are about. And it's just it's really just more outwardly explores that, you know, it's about family. It's about gathering and appreciating your family. And it's about, um, you know, it's, it's about so many things and it's also hilarious. And, uh, Damn if Michael Shannon uh what is an awesome in it. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Jader, once we get to the categories, I'm sure he's his name is going to pop up at some point. Uh, but Craig, uh, thank you for you know coming on the show so many times since you've been since the show's been started. I think what this is third time now on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. You're one of our favorite guests to have on. So like, do you, I hope you enjoy coming on the Jader and Kyle show. Yeah, I think so. Except for when uh, I get uh, people like uh, Chance uh, just jumping on, just uh, <laughs> yelling. Yeah, it's it's like the WWE. No, no, I always enjoy a chance to talk smack to Chance. Into the thing with a steel chair right now. It was fucking yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Um, what were you gonna say, Kyle? No, go ahead. No, I just you know. Um, I, I really, really enjoy this film. I really do. And it's it's. I'm going to start, like I said earlier, putting this more on the uh, rotation of Christmas movies that I watch every year, um, which is crazy because I do watch like Christmas movies, but obviously, you know, you're, you're, I throw the diehards in there. This year I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I hadn't seen that in a while. Um, yeah. Um, I saw, I see Batman Returns almost every year as well. Um, National me, Lampoon's. Yeah. Go ahead. My no, no. my three main Christmas movies that I watch almost every year, but I ended up skipping all three of them this year to instead uh, watch a cadre of uh, holiday films I'd never seen before. But my three main films that I love watching every Christmas are Gremlins, um, Elf, and Bad Santa. Those are my those are my three Christmas films. Yeah, I ended up seeing Elf this year. I hadn't. That's Wait. another one. That's another one. I, I um, it, it had oh. been a while. And uh, I, love, I, love, I, love Buddy. I love Elf. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, directed. Directed. It was an early directing. By the way, this is like, this was before he'd made a hit film. This was the first hit film of John Favreau. This was back when he'd done like Made and he'd like, he'd written Swingers and he directed Made. Was this, was this his second director, directorial effort? Um, like, what check I, was, I believe so and then like what, what did he do in between this between this and iron man or was iron man he did, he did no after this he did no, six, iron man this was 2004 three no, 2008 with the uh, elf was 2003 iron man was 2008 he did like zathura which was zathura. supposed to be like a jumanji sequel but then it wasn't a sequel it was a whole thing but uh he did that as well i'm trying to think if there's anything i think he just went like made elf zathura then iron man hold on let me double check now make sure i'm not Saying anything wrong and embarrassing and Cowboys and Aliens or Iron Man Two? I think they're both uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, Iron Man Two is twenty ten. Cowboys and Aliens was twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Right. Yeah. Uh, John Favreau, who's come all the way to directing uh, the Mandalorian and Lion King, and the guy's just kind of taken over Disney at this point. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know that he took over Disney as much as Disney said, "Please, please save us." Um, you know, they like. <laughs> Give me a second here. I'm just trying to find what trying to find the correct. So as a director, what do we got here? Just going through his director filmography. First film was made. Second oh, film was Jeff. Elf. Oh, Jeff, yeah. Then after Elf, he directed Zathura. And then after Zathura, it was Iron Man, then Iron Man 2, then Cowboys and Aliens. Then after that, yeah, we had what Chef and then the Jungle Book and then The Lion King. So there we go. That is an entire feature film filmography for directing. What but an interesting career so far. Um, so and even before that, I have a fun story about John Favreau. Go for I went, it. I uh, when I was in college, uh, Doug Lyman, who had uh, um, 
you know, directed swingers came and talked to my school. And uh, he told us a great anecdote uh, of, 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 of John Favreau. Uh, so apparently, you know, uh, you know, John Favreau's big early role was a supporting character in um, uh, Rudy. Right. And around that time, around that time, Favreau was a fairly heavy set guy. Right. And as a young struggling actor, the, you know, weight problem, he was basically typecast. And he said like every, every role he'd get auditioned for, uh, would either have the word fat in the character's name or in the first uh, line of the character description. And so one day he's going in for an audition for a character named Fat S, just like fat, you know, fat, fat S. And he goes into this room that's filled with, uh, you know, people. There's a casting call, or not a casting call, you know, like basically everyone in the casting office. Uh, that was there to read for the role. We're just like, you know, the same type, you know, just a bunch of fat guys. And he, he, apparently he went up to the, uh, um, <laughs> he went up to the casting assistant and says, uh, yeah, yes, I'm here uh, to read for the role of Fatas. Uh, it's, it's a fat ass. He's like, oh, oh my God. It's so offensive. <laughs> I can see him do it. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so guys, we're at the hour mark right now. So I think this is a good time to jump into the categories. Craig, uh, I don't know if we're throwing you on the spot here. You want to, you know, uh, jump in with us and just kind of answer the questions as we go along. You know how the show works. I, um, you know, I can answer a couple of them. I do have uh, my, my food I got to finish. And then I'm actually was in the middle of a couple other things. But uh, yeah, no, um, in if you want yeah, to. Yeah. You're good. Whatever you Let want. Me, uh, what, 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 were, what, were, uh, what were the categories you want me to, 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 to go through? Yeah, sorry, it's been a minute since I. I mean, started. we always start off with best scenes. So best scene is going to be our, our starting point for the night before. Ooh, ooh, best so, scene. I mean, if you want to think about that, Jader, I can throw it to you, man. What was your pick for the night before best scene? There's a lot of great scenes in this movie, but one that made me like laugh out loud today, I don't know, um, was the uh, Seth Rogen's character tripping in uh, the Midnight Mass. Yes. I find that scene absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. I think we did that to him. No, but yeah, no, that and him throwing up, and it's just so blasphemous. Like, yes. watching it from like, a man point of view, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> were they thinking when they did this? But I loved every second of it because I found it so funny. I found it so funny. But uh, that's the scene that today, as I was watching, because obviously I was watching with the categories in mind, and I'm watching and I'm like, this is it. Because I, I laughed so hard today watching that scene. So that that would be my favorite scene, tri him tripping out in the middle of Midnight Mass. I, I so. really like when they first start doing their Christmas traditions and – they go into the FAO Schwartz and start playing on a piano, doing the Kanye West song. Let me tell you, that's what sold me on the trailer originally, because that's the first thing you hear the ding on the trailer when it played. And that song was a, had been a hit already. And I was like, man, this is going to be awesome, especially, you know, seeing Seth Rogen and, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and, and Anthony Mackie on screen doing what they do. Um, mm -hmm. But that was the selling point for me. I remember the first time you see that trailer, it's that scene when they're they're touching the piano on the floor. And I'm like, man, this shit reminds me of Big. This is awesome. Yeah. So, and then yeah. they go to the Chinese restaurant, and then it leads into all their traditions, which is my favorite scene right here is the bar scene where they're doing their karaoke 
Um, and it's kind of where they all splits off at that point. They all run into their problems. You see uh, Anthony Mackie hooks up with the girl who steals his weed and Seth Rogen drips his uh, cocaine blood nose into the her Mindy Kaling's drink. And this is where we get to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt meet his ex-girlfriend uh, for the first time in what seems how long. I think her name is Diana in this. Uh, Lizzie yeah. Kaplan. Um, Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, get, getting to see the woman that he's been obsessed with all these years still and still misses. Um, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the film at this point, what their struggles are going to be. So that's why I really enjoy when that scene comes up. It's also super funny too. Um, how when they're doing the karaoke and then Seth Rogen just goes, I think the shrooms are kicking in. <laughs> no one makes any reference. No, he's like doing it like while he's singing and dancing in the background. Yeah. He goes, to him quickly. It's the funniest thing. It's so good. And then this is where the, him and Mindy Kaling end up switching phones, which leads to an even funnier scene later. But uh, Craig, oh, yes, throw up you. See, now you're just, oh, okay. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, that, that funnier scene later that you're saying might, you know, now that you said it's making me laugh right now, maybe that's my favorite scene of the movie. Um, I don't know if you want me to avoid saying what that funnier scene was. No, you can do it. You pick it which one you want. I mean, well, no, you know, you know what I'll say. My 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 favorite scene is probably just, you know, I, I keep I keep thinking of this like the the, you know, probably the first one with Michael with Michael Shannon as the drug dealer. I think he was my favorite part of the film. His 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 recurring role throughout the film is just kind of like this, you know, you know, it's like you know Michael Shannon. We're used to seeing him as like Zod, and we're used to seeing him like playing just like super scary serious villain types and in this he's like a stoner drug dealer who's actually an angel <laughs> and it's just like who loves the great gatsby yeah there's a great gatsby party he's just oh my god i yeah or no he's like he's like you know he, 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 he wanted to throw parties like the great gatsby where nobody knew who the, who the party <laughs> yeah no exactly it's um, and just like this first, he, the first scene where he's telling them, he's it's like, you know, oh, you know, I always thought of, I always thought of you guys as like my kids. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's, just, it's just like such again, it's tight for him and such a surprising role. And just like the first time it happens, it just it it was hilarious, and it just kept building each sub subsequent time throughout the film. But that mm -hmm. first time was, was was it for me. All right, actually, I do have to bounce now, though, so I'm glad I get, was able to get that super, superlative from us. Actually, no, wait. What's the second superlative? Let me do the second one first. Uh, it might yeah. be a little tough. The next one would be best line. But actually, let's, let's move that one to the Mahershala Ali Award for best sharpshooter because this is how we can talk about uh, one, maybe one of your favorite characters. We'll get back to best line. Uh, do you have a character, Craig, who was did the most in the least amount of time? Like, who's your favorite? I mean, most with least amount of time is probably, I'll just say James Franco. <laughs> I mean, oh, dude. I mean, yeah. You know, I almost I almost named the James Franco scene as the best scene. And uh, you know, James Franco just has that one cameo and is just fantastic in it. And it's you know Oh, you saw my dick? Oh yeah. that was you. <laughs> I, I like I love I hadn't I maybe I heard, but I forgot this line where it goes where she's like they're dancing and they're kind of doing like the Eiffel Tower of Mindy Kaling. Yeah. And she goes, Seth, you, uh, not Seth, uh, Isaac, you got to go. She goes, you got to go. You're cock blocking me. He goes, oh, I can't cock block this guy. It'll take like 10 guys to cock block this guy. <laughs> yeah. I lost my shit, man. It's Fuck so yeah. But, uh, 
Craig, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on the show, man. We love thank having you. you. We will see you later this year. We'll see you Good soon, man. See you guys. Thanks. Later, brother. But yeah, dude. Yeah, that man. Um, if we're gonna do um always always a treat to have him on, man. And we're gonna are we gonna go in order? You wanna go back? Yeah, well let's finish the actually let's go back to let's go to best line, then we'll get back to sharpshooter. So best line. Uh, I don't think there's like a very profound line to me. There but is it for me. It's funny because I wrote the same thing. I actually have written down um, the Franco and, and Seth Rogen uh, text exchange. That little the message pop ups and all that. The that for me is is it. I, I don't want to even call it just that in little exchange. Those that minute that we get or a minute and a half that we get of that is gold. So I wrote that down. That text message has changed because it, I loved how confused he was, knowing that he wasn't gay. But he's like, you know what? I might consider sucking a dick today. was just so like affirmative with it, like like laying down the law. And he goes, I guess I guess I'm gonna do it, man. Whatever, dude. Uh, that killed me too, man. That killed me too. So that that's probably my oh, favorite man. exchange in the film. Um, I thought it was so freaking funny. I got two. One is I, I love every time when uh, Anthony Mackie's using his camera and they're like, his social media game is on point. Seth Rogen just has to throw that in there every single time. And then <laughs> and it's in the church scene and that you love. That's your favorite scene. And when they're running out, he's like, we didn't kill Jesus. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, oh, man. And a scene that killed me because that one I completely forgot was when he's at the end where they're at the party and he um bumps into the uh the messiah and his hand goes bro i lost my shit man. And like hey the jewish man just crucified the messiah <laughs> it's so funny man so uh but yeah that for me is going to be the best line exchange um where are we going next let's go back to Herschel ali so he mentioned james franco that, that, uh, wrong, wrong category yeah, to me, it's it's Michael Shannon. And it's that's Michael Shannon. Yeah, I knew this was going to be unanimous as I was writing this. I was like, "There's no way that this isn't that this isn't um, unanimous." But the best sharpshooter was hands down Michael Shannon. Man, in out did what he got to do. Let me he tell you, this, this. Honorable, honorable mention was um, uh, what's her face? Uh, the Grinch, the Rebecca Grinch. Oh, uh, I, I, not Liza. Uh, what's her name? Elena oh. Glazer. Lina Glazer, yeah, bro. She kills it in this film, man. She is so funny in this. And yeah. she's this random character. So I was between her to uh them two, but obviously Mr. Green, Mr. Green takes the cake, man. He, he's he's it's me, he's might might be the best part of the movie, if not for that friendship. But yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I like put your tiny little hands in mine. <laughs> Just as <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or when he's and it's it's what kind of piggybacking off of what um what Craig was saying, man, was where his range is so great, but he usually gets very menacing um villain villainous characters. That's usually what he does. Um and seeing him do this like you know, stoner you know, flick comedy and he's an angel in this actually, you know, like that for me was, it was, it was just great to see my, I thought it was going to play a villain. 
the first time I saw this. I was just like, oh man, he's gonna be the drug dealer, and somehow this is gonna turn into like one of those you give me my money movie type shit. And he was gonna go after them, but seeing that it didn't go that route, I I really appreciate it. You yeah. know, it's he's like <laughs> the fact that he's an angel at the end of it. Like one of the lines is um. When Anthony Mackie's talking to him and he goes, you know, uh, Tommy, whatever his name is, he's the Messiah. And Michael Shannon goes, well, as, as far as I'm concerned, Jesus Christ is the Messiah. That, he was a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first exchange. It's so great. It's so funny. So uh, he was, I think he was easily going to be the pick for all of us. Let's yeah. move on to Bill Murray Award for best cameo. Um, going to be unanimous as well. James no, Michael. It's not, not no. going to be no, I think there's a lot of great cameos in this. Um, another honorable mention I throw in there was probably um, Tracy Morgan as Santa Claus at the end. Oh, he, we have a black Santa at the end, and um, he starts off narrating the story. I think he's great. But I really like Jason Manzukas in this film, and he's one yeah. of the drunk Santas that's pissing yeah. side. I love whenever he talks because he's like. That's yeah. one of my favorite lines, man. He goes, I teach the youths. <laughs> I, okay. Absolutely right, man. Yeah, when, I, there when, you go, man. Look at that. Look huh. at that. No, no, no. I honestly thought it was gonna be unanimous. I thought there was no no way that you weren't gonna give that that uh that um that was a great pick, but Manzukis is it, him just him talking like he, uh, drunk is so funny to me. Like you just walk on the streets like a freaking dumb dumb. <laughs> Where's your friend, huh? Little elf don't have any friends. Uh, it's so funny, man. No, and he gets knocked the fuck out too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I think I love him in almost. I love him in almost. You've seen the league, right? The, uh, I haven't seen the league, but Parks and Rec. He shows up in. He's super right. funny. Yeah, he's he's one of the like. The exact role that you see him in this, he's in the league, just more like he's just a cameo character that just comes out in certain episodes. But his character in the league is so bizarre. It's so bizarre that you're like, what is this guy going to get them into? And it's only like an episode thing. And then he'll like disappear. And then like you forget about him and like eight episodes later, he'll come out again. He's so freaking funny in the league, man. So watch it because yeah, you like exactly. you'll, you'll like the league a lot. It's actually really funny. I've been um, told that by so many people to start watching that show, and I just haven't gotten around to it. I feel like I'm kind of worried because I'm sure it's all old football players at this point. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's been a while. But, again, you've known football for a while too. So you'll there's there's a lot – it's it's funny. Even the first episode, how they, uh, how they do the draft pick order was hilarious. Like okay. how they do it's just really really funny. You, you'll you'll like the show, but he's in it. He's a reoccurring character. He's just more cameo character. Mm -hmm. uh, he's related to one of the main characters. Okay. So, so, but check him out. He's awesome in this. He was awesome in this. Uh, uh, he's awesome in that. He was awesome in this. Um, I th I mean I want to give you know shout outs to other characters and Miley Cyrus is obviously one of the biggest cameos that you can possibly get in any movie. Uh, her her coming in in this film was a massive surprise. I did not see that coming. That they're just gonna. Think they had like quickly like mentioned that she karaoke the song and all that. Well, like, oh, I didn't see that shit coming either. No, and it leads to the biggest moment of the film, which is him proposing on the stage. Like as soon as you hear that, you're like, "This isn't gonna That's go." That's a bad idea. Yeah, awful. I mean, idea. Like even now, I forget that she says no, but I was like. 
she has to say no. Why? I'm like, they, they were not, they're not dating. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know? So I, I completely forgot that. I knew they end up together, but I'm like, does she say, and then she said, yeah. And I'm like, she says yes. I'm like, I, fuck, I don't remember this shit, you know? And, but, but, but yeah, you feel that heartbreak for him afterwards, even though, you know, he made a stupid decision. Um, all right, let's move Absolutely. on to the, the, so I skipped casting. What ifs there was no casting. What ifs these guys just kind of got together and said, we're going to make a movie together. So there's no need for that. Um, the Gary Oldman Everyone Award for Best Overacting. I think this goes to James Franco for me. Because <laughs> he's, you know, who I gave it to. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think James Franco just you know completely flaunting his dick around uh, for everyone to see, and then how into it he is with Seth Rogen. He's turning it up, and it's great. It's so funny. He's, oh, you saw my dick? That was you, bro. He's like, and he's like, yeah, man, dope dick. <laughs> For me, I actually gave it to uh, I gave it to Seth Rogen, and again, it was it's more compliment than it is than it is. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, insult. Insult. Yeah. Um, I gave it to Seth Rogen. I think he kills it as the character. He's doing it right, but he's definitely freaking overdoing it. You know, <laughs> uh, the sweating and all that shit, and like everything. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And uh, I was actually gonna mention that scene. Uh, for overacting. I'm like them when they meet for the first time, how they that whole instant bromance, whatever gay sling that they had going on or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that that's what I was gonna mention on the overacting, because you're absolutely right. So it's funny that you mentioned James Franco. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts of this film too, if, when you bring up Seth Rogan overacting is when he's on drugs in the back of the activity scene. He's like do, do I look uh, I look normal now, don't I? He's like, no, you look crazy. And he like takes his glasses off and puts them in his mouth. <laughs> He's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Rogan's great on drugs. Like just <laughs> just throw yeah, you know, and he does it so like that panicky Rogan, like like what we saw in Pineapple Express. He's just mm-hmm. so good at doing that. You know? It's so natural for him at this point. Yeah, Steph was the one that we were again watching the movie, and she's like, He's so good at like very panicky. For someone that does drugs. He does panic drug mode very well. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know. Someone else I want to shout out to is uh because I don't think we're gonna talk about her at all, is Jillian Bell, um, who plays Seth Rogan's wife in this film. She's funny in this too. Just she, the, let me tell you, she's very she's more hit than miss on with me, but she's very hit or miss. Yeah. I like you know it's you know it's fucked up to say, but not that I confuse them, but I kinda like autumn because I'm not crazy about Rebel Wilson. Right. Um, I liked her in Pitch Perfect. That's probably the only role that I can tell you that I'm like, I really liked her in Pitch Perfect. You didn't like you know? her in Cats? Huh? You didn't like her in Cats? I didn't see that movie. Did <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Jillian Bell for some and it, it sucks, but I kind of like put them yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah, I know I know I can dif- differentiate who's who. But I just automatically like think of Rebel Wilson. So there's a lot of um, there's some roles with with Jillian Bell that don't work for me. Um, I did like her in uh, 22 Jump Street. I think that's the first time mm-hmm. that I actually remember her. Boy, she she was a standout in that film. But um, other than that, like it wasn't it wasn't too many other roles of hers that I'm like, oh yeah, she was great. In this, I absolutely I loved how understanding she was. You know. Yeah, she uh, she's a great she's a great wife. And then yeah. one of my 
No, the funny lines is the um, when they're sitting in church and Seth Rogen's about the Duke. She's like, "No, swallow like a woman would. Swallow like a woman would." Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. That when she goes, "Open her, open your mouth." He's like, Ugh. "He's like, oh my god, like, <laughs> I love that scene so much, dude. It's so funny." But when, even when he shows her, like the video of him, like you know, spazzing out about having a kid, and she starts cracking up. And then he goes, Cunt. She goes, Did you call her daughter? And then he's still like, She's like, Oh, no. It's like, you know, like you weren't nervous. And I felt like I was the one that was the only one that was nervous. And this and that and that. And then he, it, they're having like this heart to heart. And you still see like the video is still on. So you're still here. She goes, Okay, this is enough. Like takes, takes away. I thought that was a little, little great touch in that scene there. Mm-hmm. She was awesome in this. I, I absolutely loved her. I loved how she was like, Go have fun. Here's, you know, and I love the whole, uh, Craigslist list exchange where she's like, yeah, I just typed in drugs in New York and you know, <laughs> everything popped up. Um, but I love when he, she sees him at the, in front of the church and she he's talking to all the him to get the hell out, get out. And then he's just like, not getting the clue. Love that shit. So she, yeah, I agree. Um, so I don't have anything for what doesn't work. I mean, I think the movie is, it's just a fun Christmas. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I think everything kind of makes sense for the world that they created. Um, the whole, their friendship, everything about it is so pure. So to me, there's nothing really that doesn't work. Interesting details. I didn't find really anything details on this film. It's still so new. Whenever you get these newer films, it's hard to find really interesting stuff about it. So I couldn't find anything on that. So that brings us to Apex Mountain. And it's tough because as much as I love this movie, I don't know who would qualify for this. At this I, I have a blank. There's two things that I have blank is the last two categories because still thinking about it or yeah, more the, the who won the movie. I can try to figure that out to be completely honest with you. But um, I even went with um, for apex. I was looking at, uh, at IMDB and I really can't find um, anyone really that, that this is their best film, their best role. Well, if you start with the three main people, you got Seth Rogen, which knocked up is might be his apex, but like he still, I feel like he still has something even more coming at this point in his career. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is just waiting for his big role. Even though he's had so many great things already, he's just waiting for that big Oscar role. Anthony Mackie's the Falcon. Like he's, he's got his own TV show coming out now where he's a superhero. He's going to be Captain America at this point. He's, yeah, that's not his apex. I I tend to think of Jonathan Levine, the director. He's I the one I would. I thought about it to be completely honest with you. One film beats it for me. Fifty fifty. No, I love fifty fifty, and it's not. It's actually the whackness. I feel like that movie is so underrated, dude. You I think it's like better that, than this film? Yeah, I actually I actually do think it's better than this film. Uh, that was I, when I was looking at his because Warm Bodies. I was I not a fan of that movie. I thought that movie was bad. I thought I thought I thought Warm Bodies was so over because it has so much love and everyone told me how awesome it was. And when I saw it, I was like, this movie's not good. Um, and then Snatched is bad, and Long Longshot finally fucking saw it. It's it's great. So. Um, for me, it was between it was between fifty fifty. But then um, when I went down, I saw Wackness. I was like, "Oh my god!" Have you seen the Wackness? I haven't seen wow. it. It's very underrated, man. It is but, a dope movie. I saw that when I was working at Ale House. I was bartending. One of my boys was like, "You're a big movie guy, right?" And then I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, 
do you know who Jonathan Levine is? I was like, no, who is that? And he goes, man, he's like, he's done one other movie. And he goes, but this is a cool, it's kind of like mid nineties. Okay. All right. So that's kind of how it is. It's kind of like mid nineties. So get that. It's like during 94, it's a hip hop movie. Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Yeah. It's Josh Peck selling drugs and falling in love. It's just, it's a good, like coming of age drug movie. So if, if anyone is uh, uh, still watching this and they have not seen the wackness, watch it. It is worth the watch. Um, and and, and, and 50-50 also, because 50-50 is phenomenal. So I can't give him that award. I thought it was going to be Jonathan Levine as well, but it's not. I See, completely like, even forgot that he had directed The Wackness. I love Jonathan. Like some of his movies in here are some of my favorite ones to revisit. Longshot, I think, is going to become one of these comedy films. Everyone's like, why didn't I see this when yeah. it was out? It's so good. Like Seth Rogen and Jonathan Levine in this, they work really well with each other because you have The Night Before also, which we're talking about, and you brought up 50-50 also. 50-50 is a very serious movie. and then 50-50 is a hard watch for me. Um, I saw that movie right – it came out right before my best friend passed away from cancer. Mm -hmm. But I saw it after he passed. I didn't see it right away because I'm like, I can't see this movie right now. Crazy shit is he – it's not the same cancer that Joseph Gordon-Levitt has in the film, but in the movie, um, it starts with lower back pain, and that's exactly what happened with my boy. My boy, they told him that he had a herniated disc. So it's a whole big thing, but that it was kind of like a misdiagnosis where they're like, no, it's just a herniated disc. Don't worry about it. It's nothing serious, and it, it was cancer the whole time. You know, so uh, I've only seen 50-50 twice. It's a hard watch for me. It's a great movie, yeah. but it is a hard watch. Um, it's one of the few movies that have legitimately made me cry, you know. Um, but as serious as that movie is, I have laughed out loud watching it. Like, it has very funny parts in it, you know. Yes. And I've never hated a character as much as I hated Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Oh my God, she's so bad. Just the worst kind of human being. Oh, I couldn't stand her for a long time. What I remember when she got casted in Jurassic Park, I was like, uh, in Jurassic World, I was like, ugh. I had so much hate for her. Uh, anyways, but we're rambling on about another movie. But so yeah, there, there's, again, there's he has so many great films. I don't think this is his apex. You know? No, so I don't know. I don't know what his is at this point. His is probably coming at some point but right now like, i don't think this movie has anyone's apex and you know that might be a good thing but uh that brings us to our last category which is who won the movie i know you said you left yours blank it's hard not to go with one of the three main guys yeah. uh, i went with joseph gordon levin he's someone we haven't really talked about throughout, throughout this entire episode we haven't really talked about him much and he is i think he's the best actor out of the three and I don't think people really appreciate just how great of a actor he is. There's something relatable about him. Oh, I need I need more Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Honestly, I you know, and it's crazy that I'm wishing that, and I haven't I didn't see Project Power, and I was so happy that he was in it. Um, see, like I love seventy not love, but I liked seventy five hundred that came out this past year, which is another film he did. That's on Amazon right now. Project Power, I did not like at all. That's not him. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's best quality is that he's likable and relatable. 
And I'm looking at the IMDb right now. I haven't seen it. The trial of the Chicago Seven. I didn't know. Yes. Yes. So he's he he had a he had quite the year. Well, you know. Well, he disappeared for a while. He had a kid, and he stopped acting for like a year or two. So we didn't see him for a bit, and he's making a comeback right now. Yeah, because the last movie of his that I remember like seeing, seeing was uh, Snowden. That's probably the last one that I saw him in. Wow. Um, because it was yeah. Because after that, all he's doing is voiceovers. He did a voice in Last Jedi. He did a voice in Knives Out. Um. And that's it. Before that, then it was Snowden, The Muppets. Uh, uh, well, no, it was an episode. He did one episode in 2015. Then it was The Night Before, then The Walk, Mindy Project, The Interview, Frank Smiller, uh, Sin City, uh, Don John, Lincoln, Looper, Premium Rush. So back where he was at, you get me? Yeah. But I remember seeing Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in um, Angels in the Outfield, man. That was the first movie I saw him in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I don't know if you've seen an old school baseball movie, yeah. Tony, uh, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Danny Glover in it. Uh, I love that movie growing up. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it was one of those childhood movies. I love sports movies. So it was always Angels in the Outfield, uh, Rookie of the Year, Sandlot. Like those were always on rotation. Um, and I remember like seeing him in that and then not seeing him for a while. And I think it wasn't until like maybe, um, Halloween H2O, that he had a small role. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. man, is that from Angels in the Outfield? And then after that, you start seeing him in 10 Things I Hate About You. You start seeing uh, – he was in Third Rock from the Sun. I used to see that show a lot. He uh, voiced Treasure Planet, like little things like that where he started coming up. And then it wasn't until – The Lookout. Did you ever see this movie called The Lookout? Mm-hmm. Awesome movie. Watch that as well. Hesher. He has a lot of, like, movies that are not relatively, like, big but good movies. Don John had me all the way till the end. I felt like it dragged a little towards the end, but I absolutely love Scarlett Johansson in that and him. And it was his directorial debut, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That was awesome. 500 Days of Summer is another fucking great movie. I think we gotta have a, a J- Joseph Gordon Levitt uh, freaking episode, man. Because we're we'll getting on the show. Huh? I said, we'll get him on the show, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, yeah, he, he's one of my favorite actors. And like I said before, there is that relatable quality to him. I don't know what it is about him, but he seems like someone you could be your best friend. Yeah. When he's going through his struggle in this film of losing his parents and losing his friends, I really feel for him, even though it is best for him to realize that his like actually one of the best lines in this film is when Isaac says to him, I think his name's Ethan. Isaac says to Ethan, he's like I mean, you just keep making excuses for yourself. You have a pretty good, re- pretty good excuse, a legitimate reason, but just kind of ruining your life. And that is one of the best lines in this film because it is what's going on. You see people like this all the time who suffer a tragedy and get coddled because you know they did go through something tough, but then they never move on and and improve themselves after that. They just can't let go of the past, and he's stuck in that. And it's. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I feel like with any, if you were to switch the roles, like let's say Anthony Mackie's in that role or say Seth Rogen's in that role, it doesn't work as well. Yeah. They don't feel like someone that you want to see succeed. It's hard to make, it's harder for them than it is for Levitt. No, he definitely has the range, man. Like I said, he he is hands down the best actor uh, amongst the three. Even in the movie, well, in the movie, I want to see probably him and Michael Shannon are up there. 
they're they're right there with each other. Yeah. yeah. But but I want I want some more uh, JGL and I was the only role that I I was like hoping he wouldn't get was when if just how Nolan ended that that trilogy with the whole Robin I was like please don't do that please don't do that man <laughs> but uh, other than that man he's he's just a, a badass so I can totally agree with you of him winning the film um, we need more of him um, I didn't see Project Power because a lot of people told me that it wasn't great. And I'm like, man, I don't want this to be his comeback. I haven't seen 7500, uh, so I'll check that out if you're telling me that it's good. But you got to see her shirt, okay? And you got to see The Lookout, those are two great films that he did, and no one talks about them. Uh, her shirt is kind of like a Metallica bassist movie. I don't know if you know the history of that, I'll, we'll get off and I'll talk to you about that. But, um, Lookout is an awesome heist film. And I actually put it on our top 10 heist films. It was I one remember of the, the, yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, I, I put it in there because I really, really like that movie. And he's the one, he's the reason why I love that movie. But, uh, but yeah, man, I think that's it, dude. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, year in review is over the Jader and Kyle show episode 33. That's a wrap on us for the, for this episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It was a fun episode. Had a lot of great cameos in here. That special thanks to uh, Anthony, Tim, and Miriam for talking about Wonder Woman with us. That was a great little review we had there. We had a cameo by my buddy Matt. Come on in, get to say hi, meet Jader for the first time. Um, the Barbarian and Chance going back and forth with each other. So thank you to everybody who stopped in to say hi. It was a great episode. Um, I really appreciate you guys all stopping in. And, and to all the other people who weren't able to make it tonight and who have been on the show. We love you guys so much. And thank Absolutely. you for coming on the shows. We're going to get you back on this year. Trust me. And this year we're going to have a lot more new guests. A lot of people who decide to stop in. Uh, we've reached out to quite a few people at this point. So get ready. You're going to see some new people, new faces come rolling in here. Oh, soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have, so, a great one. have a good night. Take thank care you. everyone. See you next week on another episode of the Jader and Kyle show.